Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie, how's it going? It is going really well. Thank well, you so much. <laughs> I'm very glad to hear that. Yeah. We are here for Wednesday night case updates, which is always an exciting thing because it means there's a lot of cool stuff going on in the crime world. Maybe it's Big cool, stuff. Maybe it's not cool. I don't know. Big stuff. Yeah. Big stuff. Yeah, like a lot of things. That's are... like this week that made us both drop our jaw, really. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Well, and just kind of the whole concept of things that we have been following for a long time that are coming to a close. Or at least part know? of it. Yeah. Yeah. At least some of it anyway. That's the mm-hmm. part that kind of blows me away. It's like okay. some of these cases we have literally followed for years that are really coming to an end. Pretty amazing. Agreed. I want to welcome you all in the chat. Paula, Cranky, RJ, Moonbeam, GB, Amy, Lana, hello, Renee, and Renee. You two, do you time this? Right? They showed up at exactly the same time. That happened last week. Secretly the same person, and we just don't know. Because that's funny. When you come in at exactly the same, like you both came in at 7.03 p.m. into the chat. Like you guys are screwing with me now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Jennifer, uh, why, Lordine, welcome, welcome. Nice to have you all here. And if you're listening, you know, somewhere later on down the road on one of our platforms, welcome to you as well. Of course. Yeah. Oh, see, they're messing with us again. <laughs> Pretending to be different people. I'm starting to think. They are they are different people. I, I, I have faith. Okay. <laughs> I do too, but it just cracks me up because somehow you two seem to synchronize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cranky, maybe we are all the same. Maybe we only actually have one listener and we have thousands of thousands of YouTube channels. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> that wouldn't be frustrating at all. Hmm. One one person out there that likes us. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. About one. But it's likely one of our siblings. Yeah. <laughs> or our, well, yeah. Well, we, we really just have the one. The one. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wow. Getting yikes. Hard yikes. Yeah. We're getting a little crazy already. Mm-hmm. Well, gosh, we have some big updates. We have a sad update first. And Katie, do you want to tell us a little bit about Serenity? Yeah, let's talk about Serenity. So you guys uh, know we've been talking about, uh, last week we did a feature on a missing child, yet another, out of Kentucky by the name of Serenity. Uh, She was four, should be five now. And when uh, CPS and the police started poking around trying to figure out where she was, she hasn't been seen for about a year, but grandparents say they talked to her on the phone in June. So they think that she's been it's been between now and then, but at any rate, since then, the parents have been homeless and kind of couch surfing with friends and there's no serenity. 
and mom supposedly uh according to friends uh that they were staying with is pregnant now no serenity and she had told friends that serenity was uh staying with grandparents since they were homeless but that wasn't true mm-hmm. and when the police started trying to uh you know figure out where the hell is serenity they fled and they picked them up in Kansas and brought them back well uh by using their tech and pinging cell phones, we think there's things we don't know yet for sure, but it looks like uh, neither one of them squealed. Uh, they actually did find Serenity's body in the woods, uh, uh, in the more uh, desolate part of their county here just uh, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So sadly, Serenity's body has been found. Um, they did indicate that the autopsy is complete but they're waiting for some toxicology and whatnot before they release that. So that'll give us a little better sense of what happened to Serenity. Mom and dad now have been charged with murder as well as uh, abuse of a corpse. Or not mom and dad. I'm sorry. Mom and boyfriend. Mom and boyfriend. Mm-hmm. There is a bio dad who hasn't ever been in Serenity's life. And he's now really speaking up and is horrified and you know, angry and frustrated and mad at himself and at the whole situation. And like, it's a horrible time for him and his family too. But at any rate, they were arraigned. So this is them. She goes by Abby. Uh, Her name is actually Catherine McKinney, but she goes by Abby. The boyfriend's name is Dakota Hill. So Abby is being held on a 12 or a $1.25 million bond. Dakota's being held on a million dollar bond, cash bond, which uh, neither of them will make by any means. Oh, cash bond. Cash Mm -hmm. bond, yeah. So they are not going anywhere, but uh, yeah, that's the situation. That's what's going on. So very sad that Serenity's been found deceased. Uh, So sick and sad about what uh, that poor little thing must have experienced. Abby, according to friends and family, when she started dating Dakota, she really turned into a different person. And in fact, completely cut her family out last summer when she moved in with him and her family went, this is a bad deal. It's a bad situation. And so she just did the DV thing, you know, got a totally separated from her family, totally shut them out. It's, it's really, really sad, but that's the update. So we'll, we'll have more on that case moving forward. I'm sure. Yeah. We'll definitely be keeping an eye. Um, yeah. And speaking of cases we've been keeping an eye on, do you want to tell us about Ethan Mast? Oh, God. Speaking of little children being murdered by their parents, and in this case, uh, parents and neighbors, we have been following the Jessica Mast case since it happened. Jessica Mask was murdered, Mast, sorry, was murdered uh, at Christmas time, not this last Christmas, but the year before. She was murdered by four adults. Her parents, uh, James and Mary, and their neighbors, Ethan and Courtney. And they have very slowly been marching through the courts ever since. Both of her parents are out on bond living with family members. And it's very uncomfortable. And there's real concern that they have plenty of contact with their other children, their surviving children, that were also the two-year-old was near death when the police found him. The baby, it seems to be was okay. But at any rate, it's a monstrous situation. So the neighbors, Ethan and Courtney, were both charged as well. And 
something really, really unexpected has happened, uh, happened today. Ethan Mast pled guilty. They have all been pleading not guilty and fighting in court and just really uh, not taking any responsibility. It's been really gross. And the courts have allowed them, my God, so much rain. It's been awful, honestly. But it really out of has. the blue, it's been over a year before there's been yeah. any resolution at all. Mm-hmm. And they were arrested like immediately. Right. Yeah. They. This has been going on the whole time. So we think that they're not saying this yet. We're guessing that Ethan pled mm-hmm. because he was facing a first degree murder charge. They all four were. Well, he pled guilty and the charge has been now reduced to second degree murder. Mm-hmm. So Which uh, frankly pisses me off for what they did to this mm-hmm. child. Yeah. But if it's because he's flipping... Yep, he's flipping. He's pleading. Yep, that's what's happening. Other idiots, you mm-hmm. know, away from children forever. Yep. It's worth it. So if the judge approves the plea, he will also, well, he'll receive a maximum of 30 years with the possibility of parole in 10 years, which certainly doesn't seem enough no. for her life, but also like for the abuse of the two-year-old, too, because they were all involved in all of that. Right. Like, why is this only mm-hmm. one charge, you know? Yeah. Well, and if you remember, this was because this was the Mennonites that were uh, kind of on the fringe of their church, too. They were the Chad and Lori of the bunch, I think, mm-hmm. and in some ways. And they were trying to beat the demon out of Mary, mom. And in doing so, they also had to beat the demon, her demon, out of her children. Right. Yep, and they eventually, they actually drowned Jessica. They had been beating her for weeks. This was a some kind of a process they had going on that had been going on for weeks. Mary was actually pretty beat up, too. Um, wasn't just mm-hmm. the kids. But Mary was also helping beat the children. Like, it's the most screwed up situation you can imagine. So, mm-hmm. anyway, maybe some justice for Jessica coming. Hopefully him flipping and starting to uh, testify against the other ones will get the ball rolling and get them all off the street and in prison where they belong. I'm so mm-hmm. disgusted that Mary and Ethan or that Mary and James, the mom and dad have been out for more than six months, yeah. more than six months, just living life. Right. Just living on their ankle monitors, which probably wasn't much different than what they were living before. Totally. Considering. Yep. So uh, very unexpected, but that happened today and we're, we're glad to hear it. I mean, I think Ethan deserves a whole lot more than that. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping this at least gets some justice for Jessica. Right. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get get what we want, you know, mm-hmm. all of them off yep. the streets so they can never hurt children again. Yep, for sure. Well, let's see. What else do we have? So, um, well, big news today out of, well, this was yesterday, I guess. Um, the... Men who murdered Ahmad Arbery mm-hmm. had they faced their federal trial. So this was a federal hate crime trial because they've already been found guilty in state court. Yeah. Now they were found guilty again in federal court of federal hate crimes. Yes. So this is Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, and William Roddy Bryan. 
And so this is some um, very good news. Yep. The jury only deliberated for three hours and 40 minutes. Like this was a no brainer, really. Yep. There's video of it. I mean, we know all the stuff that's been said and the stuff that they did, but um, I don't know what their potential, I'm not sure what they're looking at as far as um, time is concerned. I mean, they were all convicted of first degree murder, so they're only one of them. Um, even has the potential for parole, which is Roddy Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, are you saying I'm hard to hear, Cranky? We're hearing that. I'm not sure if I'm having a problem with my mic. I'm going to speak right into it. Hopefully that helps. Yeah, well, yeah, Travis McMichael got life plus 20. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then his father got life, and then Roddy Bryan got life with the possibility of parole. So... Um, there'll be more time yeah. for these federal crimes. But it's really, really important that federal hate crimes get prosecuted and get convicted when they've been, you know, actually done. Yeah. Super, super important. The same thing is going on right now with um, the George Floyd murderers. And so we will be seeing yeah. them here quite shortly um, uh, getting, you know, some... Uh, some more hate crime justice there, I think. Yeah. Pretty sure we're going to get the same thing. Yes, Maria. I want to welcome Maria, by the way. Uh, looks like a long-time listener, first time uh, joining us in a live, so we're happy you're here. Yeah. Uh, but says she's in Georgia and so proud of her home state for holding those accountable. Oh, me too. Me too. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, the George Floyd jury is uh, deliberating. Uh, the, the three officers, you know, that the, the are in a trial right now. They have just finished up their first day of deliberations. Yeah. So, so we should better. see a verdict coming soon. Yeah. By the way, do I sound better? Yes. Because I was on the wrong mic. It was picking up my camera mic, not my mic mic. That did it. Yeah. Okay. Well, by God. There we yeah. go. All I had to do was just problem solve it. <laughs> should have done that three days ago because we've been trying to figure this out. Right. This has been going on for days. Well, yay. <sighs> okay. Well, we'll take it. Well, I'm glad it's better. Very glad. Yes, Holly, we are in Idaho. Oh, your bestie grew up in Moscow, which is northern Idaho. We're southeastern. Yep. But same dang state. So, yay. Glad I sound better, y'all. I'm glad I finally figured that out. That's a relief. It's so, when you start having tech issues like this, oh my God. Ugh, don't even want to talk about it. Just don't even, don't even... (laughs) We'll just We've been through many years of this. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll just cross our fingers and take it. Right. <laughs> uh, so, news, a bit of an update in the Moab murders. Now, you probably remember yeah. these murders got a lot of uh, attention when the Gabby Petito, Brian Laundry thing happened because they were in the same town around the time that these murders happened. This is the murder of Kylan Schultz and her wife, Crystal Turner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was near Moab, Utah. They were found. It was a double homicide. They were killed near their campsite. So yep. there is a suspect in this case. Not that anyone's bothered to tell the world, but um, a 27-year-old man in the area mm-hmm. had kind of, you know, and, and 
One of them had texted a friend that there was somebody around that was kind of creepy. Yeah. Well, it turns out this guy, who is yet unnamed, there's been a warrant. There have been several warrants in relation to him. Yeah. And he had a very um, sketchy uh, experience with the police. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. These police, I don't know. So unnerving that the veteran law enforcement officer decided not to write the speeding ticket so he didn't because he did not want to take his eyes off of this guy. So this yeah. was just a couple of days before Crystal and Kylan were murdered. Uh, let's see. So he was working at Moonflower uh, Market, which is where one of the women worked. Mm-hmm. And... Let's see. What else was I going to tell you? So he hasn't been able to account for his whereabouts at the time that the murders occurred. And apparently they have a jacket and a couple of blankets that have blood on them that they have recently procured. Maybe evidence. Yeah, so we may actually see a potential resolution in this case. And it's been a it's been a, you know, a frustrating one because people want to see this case solved, you know, just like every other case. And when it became very clear that Brian Laundrie did not commit these murders mm-hmm. and there were all these questions about who could have. But it turns out the law enforcement, they have a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, we will keep an eye on that and, and share as it comes up. Um, yeah. And, you know, but it's really, really awesome to know that uh, there's work still being done on that case. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. Well, I'm holding out hope that they will finally solve this one. Uh, Me too. Me too. My God, their families deserve that. Oh, so much. So much. Yeah. So we also have an update on old Ethan Crumbly. Oh, Lord. Mm, this kid, right? Yep. Yeah. School shooter, if you may remember, from Michigan. Here are some of the things that are coming out about him. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Remember, he, he murdered four classmates at Oxford High School last year. Yeah. And his parents are also in jail for basically providing him with a gun and knowing he was having a mental health crisis and didn't do anything. Yep. And are charged. Yeah, they are charged. So here are some things we've learned. He was a big admirer of Adolf Hitler and Jeffrey Dahmer. Admirer. Admirer. That's the word they used, which just... What the hell, right? I mean, if your kid admires Adolf Hitler, aren't you concerned unless you admire Adolf Hitler too? Right. Which, very possible. Mm -hmm. That's my thought. This is coming from somewhere. Yeah. Some of the things that um, the prosecutor in this case said in, in a hearing they just had, He had a plan to stalk, rape, torture, and ultimately kill a classmate as well. 
Um, in his journal, he detailed plans to shoot students in the school and that he would surrender so that he could witness the pain and suffering that he had caused. Yeah. So that was his plan all along, was to surrender so that he could watch. Yep. Um, prosecutors have also said of him, he's a homicidal maniac who was fixed fixated on achieving fame and glory by killing his classmates and took pride in his dark side. Right. He's asking for his fan mail. Yes. And his hate mail. And his hate mail. He wants it all. He wants it all. Yeah, they said that one of the things that's really concerning is that he has not altered his behavior while he's been in jail at all. No. That he's not sorry. He's not, you know showing any signs of remorse or no. like trying to get better or work on himself. Nothing. Yep. So scary, scary. So we're seeing some yeah. real reality of this kid. Just one more reason why his parents need consequence. Yep. Because this kind of stuff was going on at home before this shooting and they knew it. Mm-hmm. I cannot, I just, what the hell, right? Yeah. Can't even get my head around it. Like, why would you? Either. Crazy. Yeah. So, the fact that he was oh. asking for his fan mail. Yeah, his fan mail. Like, he thinks he's going to have fans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and I know it's maybe a false equivalency in some ways, but um, Kyle Rittenhouse had a lot of fans. Right. You know, I mean, who who was he looking at? What was his example here making him think that he was going to get fans for what he did? Yeah. Well, you know, you think about Adolf Hitler and Jeffrey Dahmer. Do they have fans? Yeah, they do. Yeah. I mean, we talk this, this about kid up. He'll end up married someday, you know? Oh, he will. Definitely. He will be have, um, yeah. you know, a jailhouse wedding and. Mm hmm. Some woman who needs slapped will decide to marry him, you know, mm-hmm. like, come on, lady. Um, and, you know, like, <coughs> we talk about Jeffrey Dahmer, but we don't glorify him, you know. Right. Yeah. We're not fans. He's a fan of Jeffrey Dahmer. You guys. Yeah. Who? I mean, honestly, what happened is terrible. It could have been a lot worse. With yeah. this kid, you know? Yeah. Could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. So, well, we're going right. to keep an eye what on ideals? that. What ideals? We know that his mom wrote a pretty disturbing open letter a few months be- or a few years before this happened. But what ideals was this kid raised with? Right. It's really starting to make me wonder exactly who these people really are. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out because their asses are in jail. So, mm-hmm. they're being, you know, looked at very heavily, too. Yeah, for sure. So we'll keep an eye on that, but that's disturbing as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Katie, uh, I believe there is a bit of an update in Susan Powell. Well, maybe. Yeah. So for the last few weeks, I've been talking about this YouTube channel called Heavy D. This is, uh, or Diesel Dave, same guy, different names. Um, his name is actually Dave Sparks. He had a TV show called Diesel Brothers, and now he just has a YouTube channel. I shouldn't say just, a wildly popular YouTube channel, and he does all kinds of stuff, but 
he is from the Salt Lake area and he was around in the day, you know, around the time that Susan Powell disappeared and has always been really interested in her case. And uh, last year, at some point, he met a guy who told him that he thinks he knows what mine Susan Powell was disposed of in. And there was a belief at the time, uh, you know, that it's possible when uh, Susan Powell was murdered, her husband drove out, or when she disappeared, her husband drove a very long ways. They know that. And they figured that he drove way out on the desert. And there's always been a wondering, you know, because her body's mm-hmm. never been found. And then, of course, he uh, blew up his house with his children in it uh, when he was receiving a visit from uh, CPS. And we all know the story, probably. Uh, if you don't, this is the Susan Powell story. And you might brush up on it because it is interesting. We do have an episode on it. We do. A while back. So these guys said that they were always tooling around out on the desert. And there were all these abandoned mines out there, typically that had uh, what they, like a bird's nest, they called uh, a mount thing built over top of them. And then various Mm -hmm. uh, bird's nests or stopping points all the way through uh, down to the bottom. Mm -hmm. And they had been out on the desert kind of messing around. And there was a particular mine that um, they had seen a few days before Susan disappeared. And then they went back out on the desert a few days after Susan disappeared. And it had been burned and caved in. And it's like these big, tall uh, beam things, you know, that it had all been caved in. And they thought that was just really, really weird. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, later on, you start hearing about the disappearance of Susan Powell and when it happened. And, you know, that the police were kind of suspecting the desert and blah, blah, blah. So they um, had really uh, wondered. So they made contact with this guy, with Dave Sparks. Dave Sparks has a lot of equipment. It's kind of what he specializes in. And he had just bought this huge truck uh, back east that they had brought here that had this giant crane thing on it. It was perfect for lowering them down into this mine. So they decided they were going to figure it out. So he brought this whole team of guys. Uh, If you go watch it on YouTube, it's really interesting. It took them several uh, episodes and lots of days of digging because there was a lot of dirt that had been pushed, pushed into the mine. All of these beams that had been burned and thrown in that they had to pull out. They eventually finally did reach the bottom of the mine. And in doing so, they did find some bones uh, that could be human. And they did find some genes that are in Susan's size and the style that she wore, according to her family. Her Mm -hmm. dad visited the mine. He came out and hung out with him for a day. And they have taken the bones that they found and they've sent them to a lab to uh, check it out. Uh, A cursory look, they had two experts, one that said these are animal bones, one that said, no, these are people bones. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now they're, you know, sending them to a lab to really be checked out. Uh, It's kind of a strange thing, though. This is the mine itself. Uh, The police didn't do it. They didn't send the bones off. Uh, Dave Sparks is paying for that because uh, the law enforcement has had pretty much no interest in what they're doing. I, they don't really seem to think that they're going to find anything. Uh, and maybe they won't, but they're sure determined. At least they're know. trying. At least no, they're trying. Yeah. I don't think law enforcement's looking anymore, you know? No. And, and there was just a portion of remains here. If if this really is Susan, uh, it looks like maybe there was a torso, at least. Uh, but 
at any rate, they're trying and they're looking. And so now we're just waiting to hear uh, what uh, the findings on those bones are, if they are animal or if they're human and if they're human, if they can dig further into that, if there's enough there, you know, to actually get true DNA or, you know, there's a lot we don't know, but that's what's going on with it. It is very interesting. It's really interesting because he, uh, he really, uh, like when he talks about this case, he said it's always really haunted him. He's cried about it, like on camera. Like it's really emotional, not just for Dave, but for a lot of the other guys there that were helping look. It's been a big mm -hmm. deal for them. So at any rate, it's pretty cool what they've done. Um, totally done it on his own dime. And, you know, here we are with uh, her parents or her dad out there at the mine, checking it out, talking to them. And, you know, here's hoping. I mean, it would be wonderful if it, if they did find her just yeah. for closure for her family. I mean, they have been through so freaking much over this, yeah. losing her and their grandchildren. And, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. Susan did have to endure endless BS from her shitty husband and creepy father-in-law. Aaron, you mm -hmm. are correct. Absolutely. They were both awful. And her father-in-law so creepy and... Ugh. Oh, my God. Disgusting people. Well, yeah, we... You know, it came out later that he was, he had repeatedly tried to seduce Susan. Yeah. Like, what the hell? His son's yeah. wife. Like, ugh. awful, awful people. And the it, thing that, that he did to kill their children and. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. All of it. Awful, awful people. But those, these are the genes. Wow. Anyway. So we shall see, but good on them for trying. Pretty cool. I kind of think this will put. Dave Sparks on the path of uh, investigating other missing right. persons crimes and maybe helping out. He's got the resources and he's more than willing to use them. Hey, so. Dave, Dave Sparks, I got a case for you. Dior Coons, buddy. Get on right. it. Right. Dior Coons. Let's no. find little yeah. Dior. Let's yeah. let's get some people with a brain out here that and come find that little kid. Mm -hmm. No kidding. No. Yeah. Wow. I need have everything. I have. Oh, do you have something? I do. I do. I need to pull up my link here real quick. Oh. Oh, I did want to say last week we talked about a uh, situation in California with the police using DNA from rape kits yes. to try to match them up to criminals. You know, not the rapists, but the victims and convict them of crimes based on DNA that they had uh, retrieved from rape kids. And the prosecutor, yeah, I, this was in San Francisco, I believe. It was the prosecutor uh, that blew the whistle on him and said, this is absolutely illegal. We're not going to have it. And this has to stop immediately. And uh, they did, the police department made a statement uh, yesterday or today, earlier today, that this uh, has absolutely come to a halt. They will never do this again. There is now a, a you know, a, a decision on this. Like, like there ever had there to, be one. to be Yeah. You're taking advantage of crime victims and not just solving the crimes that were committed against them. Yeah. Come the fuck on, people. Mm -hmm. How hard is this, truly? So anyway, they're saying, rest assured, raped women, you can come here and have rape kits and we won't use your DNA against you. Do we trust that? I hope. I don't know. 
It's hard know, enough to get women to report domestic or to report uh, sexual assault and go through a rape kit, but now to think that their DNA could be used against them in some way is horrifying. It is horrifying. But there's another crime out of California. Uh, so this guy has a record, including 33 cases of breaking and entering, 122 police responses, and 152 reports of conflict behavior. And police are searching for him. Conflict behavior? Mm-hmm. I want to show you a picture of him so that you can understand who we're dealing with here. This is happening in the Tahoe area. Uh, this is oh. <laughs> yes, I've seen this. <laughs> this. This gentleman here, his name is Hank the Tank. He is a five hundred pound bear. <laughs> he is the fattest bear I have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hank's in uh, deep shit because he won't knock it off. And like they say, unfortunately, around here, a fed bear is a dead bear. And I hope that's not true for Hank. Uh, there's been a big uh, fracas about what do we do with all Hank? Because mm-hmm. this has to stop. Right. And there was some time. He is very food habituated. He is immensely immense. <laughs> there you go. How's that? I, I don't think he's too much of a threat. I bet it takes him a little while to get that old tank a moving. It's he's true that he's broken down people's front doors <laughs> and garage doors and just comes on in and, you know, takes a hold of their picnic basket, I guess. <laughs> So wildlife officials uh, have to go before there's, you know, an incident. So GB thought you put up the wrong picture. (laughs) That's so great. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's it's really much. Hey, I know. I I knew when you guys would be like 133 break. What? (laughs) I know. Is this guy still on the street? Well, (laughs) there is a wildlife, uh, a rescue that is more than willing to take him. So they're trying to work something out with the fishing game to be able to uh, capture Hank and transport him uh, to safer territories where he can, you know, raid the fridge without, you know, raiding the fridge. So (laughs) hopefully that will be the future for Hank. I really hope that they don't euthanize him. They are saying it's their last option and they're really hoping to find a way to replace him. Replace him or, or place him, not replace him. <laughs> of course, there's you know, another one. <laughs> well, probably, well, yeah. probably because uh, food habituated bears that means that people have been irresponsible with food and bears, yes. yeah, right. But oh my yeah. god, Erin <laughs> yeah. said, People food is the best and diets are hard. She doesn't blame Hank at all. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a book series they called Hank the Tank, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Cranky says, Hank, get yourself together. <laughs> right? I mean, oh, Hank's a big guy. Holy moly. Hank has the smallest head of any bear I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he looks kind of like my big fat tomcat when he lays out on the floor and he spreads out. Mm-hmm. His head looks tiny because there's Hank a lot. Hank might have of a, a hormone problem or something. <laughs> <laughs> So hopefully they can rehome Hank and, you know, save him. I really hope. If he it was around here, they'd euthanize him in a heartbeat. Yeah. There's no mercy for bears in Idaho. None. No, none at all. None at all. And I'm glad there is some in California because 
Mm-hmm. Hank is a tick. He d- looks like a tick, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Like he's all full. There's a better picture. That one was really pixelated. There's a better picture. Yeah. Else. That dude is enormous. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He is. Yeah. He is. I would say whatever around. sanctuary ends up with Hank is going to need a GoFundMe to feed this guy. <laughs> right. Or maybe, like, they can get, like, Jack in the Box at McDonald's to bring them their leftovers at the end of the day. Or, I don't know. I don't know, Hank. I don't know the answer, but I hope that you live. I, I really so do. Too. But, um, you know, his rap sheet is quite long. <laughs> it it really, really is. <laughs> he's not fat. He's just big boned. Right. <laughs> and fluffy. Fluffy and AF. Very yeah. fluffy. <laughs> the- the fact that he's gotten away with this stuff for this long is pretty amazing to me. Oh, it really is. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor Hank. Poor Hank. But, I mean, it looks to me like he's been living it up pretty good. Yes. He has had a good life, that Hank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I really do like it a lot, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So, but I, that's a, that's all I have. Well, I just have one more thing, and this is we're gonna lean into what some people might call political. Okay. I don't care. This is really important. Mm-hmm. In Texas, oh boy, Governor Greg Abbott has instructed child protection, mm-hmm. law enforcement, and teachers. To start reporting transgender children to the police and child protection. And he has instructed child protection to remove children from their parents if they are identifying as transgender. Yep. And this is, uh, you talk about crimes against children, which we talk Mm -hmm. about crimes against children on the show every day. This is a tremendous crime against children. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's absolutely horrifying and terrifying. Horrifying. Yeah. Beyond you know, that, he has instructed, he's he's threatened doctors, caregivers, and teachers that if they don't blow the whistle on any families with transgender children that they know of, that they will personally be charged. Yes. And that teachers will be fired. He's calling on the um, mandatory reporting people who are mandatory reporters, which in the state of Idaho is all adults, everyone over the age of 18. But in particular, teachers are mandatory reporters. And he's saying, if you don't report, then you're going to lose your job (laughs) and could face criminal charges. This just happened today. Yep. And, and I wanted to share trying to flee Texas right now. Yeah. And th- yeah, this is Texas, Renee. This is Texas. Mm-hmm. The reasoning for this is um it, this is the same that's it's in a lot of states right now that don't say gay bill in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um the idea that we're going to start prosecuting people for being gay or being trans. Mm-hmm. Um parents of trans kids Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just, this is a horrible, horrible, horrible situation. Yeah. And I wanted to share it with all of you in case you didn't know, mm-hmm. um, you know, what's happening. And if you live in Texas or if you have family or friends in Texas, 
People need to know about this in order to keep themselves safe. And, you know, I, I, my hope is that teachers are going to stand up and say, no, you you can't fire all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and this is going to, this will end up in the courts as we know, but it is Mm -hmm. terrifying. Right. Just like the Nazis, cranky, cranky. Exactly. Yeah. Just like the Nazis. Like we're going to round up trans kids and put them in the foster care system. Seriously. Well, that and is on a that very note, scary thing. It's a horrifying thing, but beyond all of it, the foster care system in Texas is an absolute mess. It is. They don't have anywhere near enough homes for their children in Texas. They're doing things like housing uh, foster kids in hotel rooms and sleeping in the offices of CPS workers and stuff because they have nowhere to put these kids. Right. And now we're just going to start snapping up healthy, happy kids from homes where they're being taken care of right because because fucking why yeah yeah because greg abbott is an asshole mm-hmm. and yeah greg yeah abbott right transgender it. expression is a crime now yeah no, no yeah. it isn't it is a nightmare it is a nightmare and it is literally a crime against children mm-hmm. the the yeah. the trauma created if any of this actually happens is horrifying yeah and and breaking up families that mm-hmm. don't need to be broken up, that there's nothing, you know, abusive going on. Because there's all this stuff about, you know, not allowing kids to transition. And, you know, there's all that medical stuff. But what we're talking about here is just kids who are expressing mm-hmm. that they think that they're trans. And, you know, that starts in kindergarten for some kids, yeah. you know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Lana. Has a has a trans daughter, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Somebody terrifying. Too was it Jennifer? I think it was. Yeah, Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. We know lots of trans folks. Lots we of do. trans folks. I have a lot yeah. of trans friends, and this makes me sick and scared. Because frankly, when Texas does it, then Idaho does it. Oh, Idaho yeah. has a tendency to really follow Texas. Mm-hmm. Although Oklahoma too, yeah. Yes. Um. The the good news is this is not going to hold up in court. No, this will, it is a terrifying get, thought. Oh, it's awful! It's awful. I, it makes me so sad and scared for teenagers, for trans teenagers in Texas right now. Oh. But if if they weren't suicidal before, right? There you are know, the the ramifications GoFundMe's. for this. Oh yeah, there's GoFundMe's popping up everywhere from people that are trying to. Uh, you know, get some help to just get the hell out of Texas. Like one parent is trying to grab their kid and flee before they're literally taken from them. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, it is. It's terrifying. And it is absolutely not okay ever to treat people like this and to treat children like this. So just something I wanted to share with you all, please be aware, keep your Mm -hmm. eyes out for that because as always, we're talking about crimes against children on this show all the time. And this is a huge potential crime against children. And well, it's a crime now against children because it's already been announced by the governor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Try being a trans kid in that state. Real sneaky, sneaky and swift that he just uh, threw this into action. It's really, really unsettling. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Idaho is considering a bill to make gender, yeah, gender uh, reassignment surgery on minors illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Not surprised. And they'll probably pass it, too. 
Probably. probably and then it'll go to court. Idaho's favorite thing is to pass shit like mm-hmm. this and then immediately get sued for it and lose in federal courts. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's just Idaho spends hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of dollars every year in court defending the indefensible. Yep. They love it. Yep. So it'll probably happen here too. But mm-hmm. yeah, just keep your eyes out for stuff like this because these are the things that are happening right now that are putting our kids at even further risk. Yeah. You know, because the, the problem is we know and we've seen it over and over again that um, the foster care system is not a safe place for kids. It's not. No. You know, and having been a foster parent myself, I know that I have seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it with my son's siblings. I've seen it with other kids. You know, this is not a safe place for kids. And then you take trans kids yeah, and throw them into a system that is hateful toward them. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, kids being taken, not just from their families, but yeah, the the path then forward for them, what this looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And then what does reunification look like? Or is there? Maybe in this case, we don't allow reunification. I mean, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Right, Cranky. They'll try to beat it out of them. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at, Mm -hmm. you know, conversion therapy or whatever the hell. Well, Joy made an interesting comment. She said, because a contributor wants a contract for a treatment program. You're probably right, Joy. And that's probably the plan. They're probably not going to a foster home. They're probably going to a group home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With a treatment program. Yeah, Joy, that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. Mm. So horrified by that. We will keep an eye on that and let you know. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Right, Aaron. High school boys wear nail polish. Is that something to break a family up over? Right. Where's the line? Where's yeah. the line? Yeah. High school boys do wear nail polish. They also pierce their ears. Mm-hmm. What next? Some of them wear eyeliner. So what? That means what? Right. Or girls that aren't coming to school looking girly enough. Like, where's the line? Yeah. 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 Where is the line? Ugh. This could get so dirty so fast. It already is. I mean, but I mean, just, I, whoever is in this guy's ear, you know, like Idaho tries to pass shit like this. And every time the attorney general says, no, you can't do that because that's against the law and you can't. And they do yeah. it anyway. And then they get sued and then they don't get to do it. And it's the same thing. But mm-hmm. I just hope that. uh and I'm sure the human rights groups are all over this right this second. They'll get they this are. in front of a district judge in no time that yeah. puts a block on this. And then it's going to go back and forth. But in the meantime, there's going to be a lot of people, families that feel like they just at any cost, they have to get out of Texas. I would be right now. If I had a trans kid in, in Texas, I'd be in the hell out of there. Oh, I told my husband, we're going to be seeing an underground railroad just to get kids out of Texas to keep yep. them safe. It's true. Seriously. Yeah. Yep. So that's shitty news. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we'll keep you posted. Yep. As always, we just want to share things to bring your awareness to it. Yes. And, you know, if you live in Texas, I would start making some phone calls. Yep. Most definitely. Well, that is everything we have for tonight. Yeah. We will be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Mountain mm-hmm. for the Psychic Hour. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish we could tell you what we're going to do, but I don't know yet. So. You don't know? <laughs> We've had three uh, great episodes already this week. If you have not 
Mm-hmm. Taking a part in those, please do. We had some very interesting stuff. Uh, a, an update on the Daybell case, which, you know, mm-hmm. we're kind of looking for. And then there's uh, Jean-Luc, um, the French Jeffrey Epstein, who died in a, in a French jail um, this week. And I can't remember the last case. But anyway, plus all of our new segments as well. So we have all kinds of stuff that we shared with you this week. Mm-hmm. So check that out if you haven't already. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share because it helps us to grow. And, you know, just so you know, depending on where you are watching or listening, we are on YouTube. We are on all the podcast platforms. Mm-hmm. And so you can find us in lots of ways. If you like watching us, but sometimes wish you could just listen, guess what? You can go to Spotify or Apple or whatever you use for podcasts. You will find us there as well. We have also have a dedicated podcast to the Chad Daybell, Lori Vallow mm-hmm. case, which you may or may not know. It's the same episodes we air here, but it's just that case all in one podcast. And it's called the Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell, uh, The Real Story is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And it's out there on all podcast platforms. So if you ever want to just like binge that case, mm-hmm. there is a podcast just for that. Yeah. And it starts with when we started with it at the very beginning before the children were found, like Mm -hmm. sort of follow our whole evolution Mm -hmm. through the case itself. Yeah. So it's a very popular one. It does very well. So yeah, it does. If you ever want to check it out, it's out there too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know it. We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. Take care. Oh, 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 o